Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, this is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness. roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown Raiders. Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. Raider Nation, we have arrived. It is on and popping. Very excited about the next few hours. Very excited about the next few days. And I'll tell you right now, we have given you wall-to-wall NFL draft coverage from probably the minute that the regular season and the playoffs and the Super Bowl came to a close. We've given you wall-to-wall NFL draft coverage, and now it is at its peak. And now it is just about to bubble over. And now it's about to explode. It is on and popping. So fired up, it actually feels like the NFL draft is officially here and it has arrived. And what do I mean by that? I've been downtown at the scene of where the the draft is going to take place. I've seen where the NFL experience is. I've seen the floating stage on the Bellagio. I've seen the stage where the guys get drafted. I've seen all of that and realize it is on. All morning long, I promise you. Today was a day where you get to pick up your credentials. So that's when you get the mad rush. That's when you run into everybody. That's when everyone's down there. And Damon and Jared, both that work here in the building, first Damon behind the wheels of steel, both were down picking up their credentials and started to see the rush, started to see the traffic jams, started to see the, oh, damn, where do I park real quick to get my creds? You know what, Q? Let me go ahead and tell a quick story. I wasn't going to tell on myself, <laughs> but we drove there. We get there, and guess what? Me being me, it, it has to happen. ID's not in my wallet. So now I got to book it back home, wow. rush it back over, and we had to pick them up. If anybody knows Vegas, we had to pick them up at the Westin. Right. I parked at the shale right across from it. Okay. And I was like, I hope my car don't get towed. Ran <laughs> over. Did both of you go over at the same time or one at a time? I said we were going to do like a system just yeah, in case somebody just to have by a the system, car. Right. But then it was 1045. It closed uh, at 11. And I was like, Jerry, he ain't got enough pep in his step for me. True. He wasn't moving with enough urgency. True. So I had to run over. Wow. Wow. So you just saw took Adam a chance. Hill. Yeah, I saw Adam Hill. That was the one person <laughs> I ran into. Nice. On some high and buy. Nice. Yeah, and you had to. And you had everything had to be a high and buy. And I'll tell you right now, I got to uh, the Venetian at about 745. I parked the car, and I walked over to where the Westin is. So I walked over through the link. I, I kind of got creative on my walking because I wanted to make sure I parked far enough away so when I left, I can get my car and go without too much hassle. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was free to park. So I did that. And... Then I went and stood in line, and I was probably about fourth or fifth in line to get my credential. Then, as soon as I got my credential, I had to hightail it over to Caesars and go over to where the pool area was. That's where the NFL Network analysts, Daniel Jeremiah, uh, Coach David Shaw, Joel Klatt, Charles Davis, they were all meeting with whoever was credentialed to be there. So I did that. And when I tell you that there was about a handful of us max that there was that was there, I promise you there was only a handful of us. We were supposed to do interviews where it was, you know, group settings like you, me, someone else, someone else, someone else, all kind of asking questions. There was so many, so little people there 
we were able to do one-on-ones. We just stood in line. And Coach David Shaw was actually, he was in one, they were in cabanas. Think about this. They're sitting poolside at Caesars Palace in cabanas, and we're walking in there and talking to these guys about the NFL draft. So it's, it's fantastic. So as I do that, and then I'm pumped up because I, I interviewed all four of the guys that were available, one-on-one, great interviews. You'll hear them throughout the course of the next couple of days. Got to interview those guys. Then I hightailed it all the way back to the West and walking. I put in more steps today than I have in a very long time, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with some exercise. Ran into Kirk Morrison, Captain Kirk, ran into him on the street. Hey, Q, where are you going? Caesars. Oh, I'm going to get my credential. That's what's going on right now. Ran into some cats from Texas. My man Foss is in town, so shout out to Steve Foster. He was there. Uh, ran into to, um, my homie Mandy. Mandy came from Central Texas. She's here covering the draft. Cassie Soto, Heidi Fang, Adam Hill, all downtown. All represented, man. It is so good right now. Everything is so exciting, and it, it just gets you fired up and pumped up when you know what's going on. So when I get back to the Westin, what I went back there for that's where the player availability, the guys that are going to be in the green room, offensively guys and defense guys, all available, you know, in the in the in the green room. But they were there on the play 60. They were talking to the kids. They were hanging out, having a good time. And I'll tell you this. And we've played the interview that I did with Josh Jacobs from Nashville. This is the the, the, the one chance you get to talk to these guys before they become professionals, before they're, you know, hey, I want to talk to this person. Well, you got to go to the team's PR. You got to do this. You got to do that. These guys want to talk about their journey. They want to talk about what motivates them to play football. They want to talk about this, that, and the other. And sometimes they want to talk about stuff that's not even has anything to do with football. Who's, who's here with you? Who's going to enjoy this with you? You know, so you kind of get to know these guys where you're not going to get to know these guys once they get drafted. It's just going to be a different ball game because then, we, as we all know, you got to go through PR. You, you know, these guys got schedules. This is their last chance to really let loose, and then they're going to get drafted tomorrow. So they're right here on the eve of being drafted. And so got to talk to a lot of really good people. Check this out, Raider Nation. Coach David Shaw from Stanford. Talk to him. Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. That was a one-on-one. Sauce Gardner, cornerback out of Cincinnati. Talk to him. Charles Davis from NFL Network, one-on-one. Jordan Davis, the big defensive tackle from Georgia. Talk to him with like two other people. Daniel Jeremiah from the NFL Network. Got him one-on-one. Joel Klatt, Fox and also NFL Network, but he does a great job covering college game, but he also does the NFL Network, NFL Draft. Did you say that again? Nope. Look, my, look, my phone, my watch got so excited. My watch just said, can you say that again? Joel Klatt, talk to him. Kayvon Thibodeau, Edge out of Oregon, talk to him as well. So got all those people I was able to talk to all before 12 o'clock today. I'll tell you this, Raider Nation, there's certain things that I get very fired up about. The Super Bowl week is a is a long grind, as anyone who listened to the show during Super Bowl week knows that. You heard all the grind that we were doing. That week gets me very excited because if you do it right, it's fantastic radio. Well, this is the week that gets me fired up too. If you do it right and you take advantage, especially being here in Vegas, it's right in our backyard. If we don't take advantage of what's in our own backyard, what are we doing? We're doing it wrong. So this gets me fired up and excited. I woke up this morning, and, and I mean, I had a little extra, little something when I woke up. Remember what we talked about when I wake up out of bed and boom? I mean, I woke up, and I was like, boom, let's go. I'm ready. So this is what it's all about. And so I'm trying to tell you the stuff that we got, the stuff that we're about to bring to you for the next hour and 53 minutes is going to be some really, really good stuff. And it really kind of caps off 
our NFL draft coverage that we've been doing wall to wall. So excited about this. So I do want to throw a question out there before we get into one of our first interviews and, of course, get into the opening drive. I do want to throw out the question. I would love to hear from you, Raider Nation, at 702-365-9200. We will navigate calls. We will navigate text. And we will navigate interviews. So we're going to be very interactive, as we always are. We're going to have a lot of fun right here in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. But you're going to hear some real quality stuff when it comes to the NFL draft. Guys that, I mean, these players that I talk to, I know the Raiders aren't going to get Sauce Gardner. I know they're not going to get, you know, Jordan Davis. I know they're not going to get Kayvon Thibodeau. But who cares? Let's hear from these guys. Devin Lloyd, let's hear from these guys on the eve of them seeing their dreams come to reality. Let's celebrate these guys for accomplishing what they have accomplished. Because the thing about it is, all these are great players. There's a lot of great players out there that don't get the opportunity. You know what I mean? There's a lot of great players that, for some reason, aren't on the stage that these other guys are on. You hear about it all the time? You hear that about guy, it all the time. That guy was better than me. I wanted to be like that guy. Right. We've never heard of that guy. Right, exactly. That guy didn't have grades. That guy couldn't stay out of trouble. That guy. I mean, it takes a lot besides just skill to get where these guys are right now. And then once they get here, that's the other thing. Once you've arrived, don't think that the work stops then. When you arrive, that's when the work really starts. It's one thing to get here, but you also want to try to stay here, right? Oh, yeah. Especially, like, I was thinking about the guys that we don't hear about, too. Even the guys who make it, but they're not as per- they're not highly drafted as maybe they should have been. Right. The guy who maybe tore an ACL, so right. now he's drafted in the fifth round yep. instead of the first or the second round. Like, the grind is real for all of these guys. No doubt about it. I actually was talking to a guy uh, last night. We were over at the Mirage and uh, uh, meeting with him and hanging out. And he said, man, my uh, my son uh, was was about to accept a, a offer to go to Alabama. And right before uh, he had an opportunity to do that, he tore his ACL. And then it's not like you can't come back from a torn ACL, but it was just that it, it, it crushed him so much that he just didn't want didn't have that drive anymore. It just kind of cut off. And that happens. That happens. Sometimes you lose that drive when that adversity hits. And that's the other thing. These guys deal with a lot of adversity. It seems like, how are you going to you know take that next step? How are you going to overcome adversity? That's all part of it as well. So I uh, want to throw it out there to you, Raider Nation, 702-365-9200. Also the Salmon Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. What's your excitement level for the draft? Obviously, I'm fired up. But what is your excitement level for the draft? What has you most fired up. Let me know about it. Got a couple quick texts that I want to get to. Uh, Sal from Selma. Seems like a red polo shirt today, Q. <laughs> and funny story about that, Sal. I actually had a red polo on yesterday, but it was because uh, or I had a, a red ESPN polo on yesterday. Not a Raider Nation Radio one, but I had a red uh, ESPN because it was the second and last day I was doing a, uh, the, the, the 9 and the noon show with Bart Scott from ESPN, so I wanted to make sure I came in strong. So I had that red polo on yesterday. So that was a red polo, and maybe it just kind of spilled over till today. Uh, Sir Whiskey Ray said, I'm so pumped for tomorrow's draft. I wore my red polo shirt to sleep last night and still got it on. No worries, though. I'll rewash it. Cheers, Sir Whiskey Ray. I love it. (laughs) I love it. We need to get a sponsorship with red polos. Just saying. I know, I mean, like 99% of people are okay with it. I know there's a small, small... Audience that has a problem with the red polo, but that's okay. What would the commercial be? Get your red polo here? <laughs> Just the red one. I mean, hey, you know. If Q you, Myers doesn't endorse any other polo you know, besides look, the red one. If you need a little extra something, something that day, look for your red polo. And I tell you that. I promise you, Raider Nation. If you need that little extra something, something, go on in that closet and look for that red polo. Or if you're a, a young lady, 
Look for that red shirt. It's a, it's just, I promise you, even when I did sales, it was that power shirt. Don't leave home without it. I'm serious. I ain't mad at you. I love how everyone recognizes, though. I love how everyone recognizes. Before we get to our first interview, let's go ahead and hit the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Who we got up? ABA Ivan Davis. ABA Ivan Davis. Don't disappoint us. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Uh, I will not disappoint you, my man. I am Unfortunately, I'm not as excited as, as you guys are. But I am excited to see how good these guys can draft. We did really well in the third round. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the fourth round with some of our picks. And I'm hoping that this step they put together can identify talent because I just don't think that a lot of teams is going to leave a lot of a lot for us to take. But you can't take everybody, so I'm just interested to see uh, where they go with this. And the red polo shirt thing, man, that's too close to the 49ers. I like red, <laughs> but I, I, it's just something about that. Hey, man. I, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. Hey, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I respect that. It. I respect it. I ain't mad at you, man. Hey, thank you for the call. Good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I know this. Like I said, there's, there's – there's a there's a few folks that uh, that aren't feeling feeling the red polo, but that's okay. Uh, I'm definitely going to hold it down because that's what I do. So I definitely appreciate the call. And like I said, want to hear from you at 702-365-9200. Salmon Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. What is your excitement level for the draft? What has you most fired up? I know that you're saying, you know, because the Raiders don't pick till late, that there might not be a whole lot of talent. But I'll tell you right now, I believe there's going to be a ton of talent for the Raiders to pick from. So uh, with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. We are locked and loaded. Want to bring you the first uh, first interview that I did of the morning that was with Coach David Shaw from Stanford talking all things NFL draft. Here is that conversation. Here at Caesars Palace right now in a nice little cabana doing a little NFL draft talk. I'm here with Stanford head coach David Shaw. And coach, this is a nice little setting. I mean, we've seen each other a few times at these draft situations and, and set us before the draft, but it's a nice little setting for you. Yeah, you know, there's only one Vegas does it, and they do it big, <laughs> so uh, we've been really, really well taken care of. What are your expectations for this upcoming draft? We keep hearing this is a down draft. It's not as talented, but I would kind of argue that this is a couple classes. There's a ton of talent. There may be a lot of talent dropping in this in this draft just because there's so many players. You know, the, the narrative is always about the quarterback. Right. And if there's no premier quarterback, let alone we've had drafts with two or three premier quarterbacks, if you don't have one premier quarterback at least, it looks like it's a down draft. But you look at the tackles, you look at the edge rushers, you look at some of the secondary. There are some great players in this draft. So you're going to get a really, really good player even outside the top ten this year, a guy that should come start for you and make a, make a difference. And, you know, I cover the Raiders like a glove. You know the Raiders very well. They uh, don't have a pick till round three, pick number eighty. Six, but they, they got Devontae Adams, so I think all Raider Nation is pretty excited and happy about that. When you're a team and you're kind of evaluating and waiting till round three to get a pick, kind of how do, how do you think the team navigates through the board? Well, it depends on what kind of team you have. Specifically for the Raiders, you've got a premier quarterback, you've got a premier tight end, you've got a premier, t- premier receiver. I think you've got a really good running back. I'm not if I'm ready to say he's premier, but he's a really right. good running yeah. back. So now you're looking for accents, and that's where you find accents, rounds three, four, five, six in particular. So you watch the Seattle Seahawks build dynasty off of third, third through fifth round draft picks, and now you're looking for guys that can come in and play. And just like we just said, 
this draft is deep with mm-hmm. good football players. As you get into the mid rounds, you've got defensive tackles, you've got defense, defensive edge rushers, you've got linebackers, you've got secondary, you've got a really good group of second level receivers that have a chance to come in and be that third receiver, that et cetera. But um, I think there's there's a lot of players in those mid rounds that can help. Talking right now with Coach David Shaw here at Caesars Palace, getting prepared for the NFL draft coming up uh, tomorrow, starting here downtown Las Vegas. As far as just, you, we talked about the depth, we talked about building the rosters. When you get to the third rounds, is it literally just best player available? That's the best approach to take? Yeah, so, and I worked for the Raiders um, and the great Al Davis a right. long time ago. And there's always that combination of between the best player available and then if you have a need. Um, what you don't want to do early is take a need when there are great players there. Mm-hmm. So there's that balance and somebody in the room having that wherewithal to say, okay, we're not looking for a need here because there's a great player available. There's a, there's a guy that we had a second round grade on the drop to the third or fourth right. round. Like you've got to take that guy. Um, Ozzie Newsom, when I was in Baltimore with Baltimore Ravens, had a very similar philosophy, and he was the one that says, I'm going to tell you where that line is, mm-hmm. right? We, we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. Uh, there was one year we needed a quarterback, and Terrell Suggs was, was there at 10. Right. We're taking Terrell Suggs. <laughs> like, stop the conversation. Yeah. We're taking a generational talent. We're taking a Pro Bowl player. We're taking a Hall of Fame player. We have to take this guy, and we'll get a quarterback when we can get a quarterback. Um, so there is that mentality. For the most part, if shipping between a, a need and a best player available, typically you lean towards best player available. I'm glad you mentioned Ozzie Newsom. I always respected Baltimore and the way that they do and handle their business. I think their front office is very sharp and of course I was led for many years by Ozzie Newsom. What made him so good at that? Was it just being disciplined and sticking to his philosophy? So many things. Um, and I'll mention three. One, one was for him he knew draft day was his game day. Okay. Right. So he prepared all day for, for his game day and everybody had their piece. He listened to a lot of opinions, but it was going to be him. So what that does is it centralizes the philosophy. Like there wasn't an overall philosophy that we all kind of know. It was Ozzy's philosophy mm-hmm. to get gather information from anybody, but he was going to stack the board. Number two for me is stacking the board. When people say stacking the board, right. they usually talk about positions, etc. Ozzy would stack the ball, stack the board uh, linearly. Okay. Like so, from top to bottom, like all the draftable players, because we would eliminate a lot of guys. We're not going to draft this guy. We're not going to draft this guy. Ozzy doesn't like this guy, so it was very streamlined. But it was it was stacked from top to bottom. Doesn't regardless of position, who we value the most, mm-hmm. and and so it was a linear deal. Um, but the other thing was was making sure he got everybody's opinion and have those arguments from the owner. Uh, from the scouts, from the coordinators and head coach, from the position coaches. So to make sure everybody's on the same page. And from that, there was a phrase that was always thrown around, which I always appreciated, is when you put the film on. I can do this to this day. Yeah. Put the film on and say, that's a Raven. Because they, we knew what Ozzy was looking for. Right. It was, there was organizational imperatives. We put the film on and say, yep, that's a Raven. Wow, I like it. I like, and like I said, I've always respected the way they handle their business. Some teams you see, they go into the draft, and it looks like they're just throwing darts against the board. But the Ravens have always done a really good job, and I've heard that uh, Terrell Suggs conversation, you know, a few times. Didn't even need an edge rusher, but that was the best player available. So go get the guy, and he turned out to be a great player, right? Yeah, we had Michael McCreary, we had Peter Bullwell, yeah. we had guys that were going to Pro Bowls, right? But we saw the next guy, and two things you never have enough of tackles and edge rushers right so one of those guys is there even if you've got guys you gotta take a great one before i let you go as you're doing all your evaluations of these draft prospects is there a guy or two that you're looking at that maybe we're not talking about right now that we should be talking about uh young man named boye mafe okay okay uh from minnesota yeah 
He's got the same tools and talents as all the guys at the top. Um, a little raw, mm-hmm. a little little less experienced than some of those guys, but just as quick, just as explosive. And you could see the tools in this young man that sooner or later in the next couple of years, yeah. he may be as valuable as some of those guys are going in the top ten. And those are the gems you find in the third, fourth, fifth round that you can say, that's going to be a player. We just got to develop him a little bit, right? Absolutely. All right, well, Coach, appreciate your time. Enjoy your time here in Vegas. Thank you much. There he goes. Stanford head football coach, Coach David Shaw. Like, think about that. I just sat there for over six minutes talking with Coach David Shaw. One-on-one. You didn't hear anybody behind us worried about, hey, you're taking too long. Just chill, sit back, poolside, conversation. And at that time, it was still early in the morning, so it wasn't hot yet. (laughs) I came in a little while ago to the radio station. I got here a little bit after 12. It was hot out there. I was up there sweating bullets, but man, it's a no oh man. It's 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 a great time to have a great time, right? That's that's what I always say. So, Coach David Shaw dropping some nuggets right there. Uh, I'll tell you right now, man, you will appreciate this draft process and everything that we're doing this wall to wall coverage because we are going to bring it like no other. So, many thanks to Coach David Shaw for giving me a few minutes earlier this morning. Let's go out to the Rare Nation listener line right now at seven zero two three six five ninety two hundred and talk to our guy five zero two Raider D. What's on your mind, my man? Welcome to the show. What up, fellas? What's going on today, man? Chilling, man. We're blessed. Listen, man, I am, I, I am so excited. I'm so pumped up for this. This is, this is going to be amazing. I, and I think that hopefully Vegas gets this shot to be able to do this multiple years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for us, I'm extremely happy even where we're at right now. Because like, cause like you said before, man, we got, you know, we got Duante. We can't, we can't whine about one and two. <laughs> I think that, that this draft is really deep in areas that we need, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, as well as DBs and linebackers. And I really, and really, you know, many drafts before, sometimes with Gruden and Mayock, I was kind of apprehensive, like, what is really going on? Like, what are they doing? And I have nothing but complete faith. you got Champ there to help mm-hmm. as assistant GM. You've got Ziegler there. And you, I mean, you also got coached there, so I think I think this is going to be this is going to be the draft. I tell you, I'm, I'm president of Derby City Raiders Booster Club that I started nice. about ten years ago, and, I, and I'm telling my fellas like, look, sit back and relax, man. These guys know what they're doing. They know. What, I mean, we have all the basic, the main pieces there. We just need some complimentary players. We need that line shored up. We need mm-hmm. the defense line helping. I have nothing but faith. I am pumped and excited. I've got my bourbon ready. <laughs> it's going to be a party time here in Kentucky, baby. It's going to be it's going to go down. I know that's right. Hey, great call, my man. 502 Raider D right there representing on Raider Nation Radio 920. We definitely appreciate you, man. That's good stuff. And, yeah, I'm excited, too. I'm pumped up, you know. And, of course, uh, we got to see these guys in action. We got to go see what they're going to do, and it's going to be a little bit of a wait. But uh, I do think, and I talked to every one of these uh, these draft analysts, broke it all down, really do feel like there's so much talent. I don't know who it was we were talking to the other day that made us aware there was over 1,000 people in the draft. But having that many people, there's going to be talent that's going to slip through the cracks. Think about this. When did the Raiders get Nate Hobbs last year? Fifth round. Fifth round. The Raiders have two fifth round picks. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying every player is going to be Nate Hobbs, but I'm also saying every player is not. Not because I'm not saying every player is Damon Arnett either. You know what I mean? Like, you can get really talented cats later on. In the draft. And also, I'm about to do a deep dive during this commercial break on Boye Mafi. 
Yeah. That yeah, David Shaw yeah. mentioned. I already got him pulled up. Yeah, I'm about to do yeah. a deep dive on him. I'm trying to tell you, man, all these guys always have one or two guys that they have their their eye on that they're thinking, hey, you know what? Maybe there's not enough being talked about when it comes to this young man. So uh, many thanks again, like I said, to Coach David Shaw. Thank you, 502 Raider D. Raider Nation, want to hear from you. 702-365-9200. Sam and Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. What is your excitement level for the draft to get started tomorrow? What has you most fired up about it? Let us know about it. We're going to navigate through your calls, your texts, and obviously all these interviews that uh, I was able to grab, grab earlier today, downtown Las Vegas. A whole lot of fun coming up next. We'll hear from you, but we'll also hear from the big man, the big man in the middle for the national champions. I'm talking about Jordan Davis, the big defensive tackle from Georgia. You'll hear that conversation next. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. It's Unnecessary Roughness. I get up out of bed fired up. Sometimes the wife's like, hey, man, calm it on down. You ain't on air. <laughs> it ain't always got to be shot. I just time. thought about you just waking up. Boom! <laughs> Scared the hell out of everybody. That's how you get out of bed. <laughs> Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 229 is the time here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness. Demond Cotton, your boy Q. Just got a tweet from Robert. Chilling at the Bellagio pool with the wife from the bay and listening to you and Demond. Hope to catch up with y'all somewhere the next few days. Shout out to Rob. Took a picture of... Uh, of a drink, a couple beverages, a cold frosty beverage and a beverage in a can. So, uh, hey, Rob, enjoy it. The weather out there is beautiful. Uh, I, like I said, I was out at Caesars earlier, kind of poolside with these guys, and it was a whole lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, enjoy your time here. Enjoy the draft, and hopefully we can catch up sooner rather than later. I also got a text that I wanted to get to, 69187, keyword R&R. Matter of fact, got a couple of them. This one's from Glenn in San Jose. I'm hyped for the next few days. The fact that we've hosted the Pro Bowl, now the draft, and in two years the Super Bowl, it's an embarrassment of riches. Bring on the heat, haters. Las Vegas is about to shine. That's Glenn in San Jose. And look, Glenn, this is one thing. You're absolutely right, 100%. But one thing I've been saying, and I guess until you really don't know what you have, like you said, it's an embarrassment of riches, I don't think people in Las Vegas quite understand how rich it is right now. You know what I mean? And and it's funny, I, I mentioned there's some people from Texas that are in town right now, people that I used to work with. My man Foss is in town. Uh, I mentioned Mandy Knight. She's been on the show before. She's in town from Central Texas. And like they kept asking me, like, Q, do you, I mean, do you have to pinch yourself and realize what's going on here and everything? And I'm like, no, I know. Because when we were in Central Texas, I used to have to drive to Arlington to go to the, when the draft was there. I had to drive an hour and a half to go and, and get some coverage of the draft. Or I had to fly to Houston or drive to Houston for the, the Super Bowl. Or fly to Nashville, you know, or drive an hour and a half to get to Austin for something. Everything was spread out, which I, w- I had no problem going and doing. I, I, I don't mind. I'm going to go get it done. But it's all right here. It's literally in my backyard. I wake up out of bed. What did Ricky Bobby say? I wake out of bed and piss excellence. W- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wake up out of bed and I'm already in the Mecca. I'm right here in the heart of it. And like Glenn said, the Pro Bowl's here. The draft is here. And the Super Bowl's going to be here. Can you imagine? I was just talking to the wife about this the other night. 
I said, when the Super Bowl, this will be the first Super Bowl that I've ever covered that I could come home at night and not sleep in an Airbnb or a hotel room or whatever it is. Like, I literally could drive home, go to bed, and go to work, and then go to, like, it's a normal day, but it'll be the Super Bowl. That's insane. Ain't gonna have to worry about nobody taking your stuff. No, my stuff will be at home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Thanks for bringing up old stuff, though. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for opening that can of worms. Couldn't let that one slide. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's the beauty of it, man. And so, uh, you know, it, it's a blessing. You know, I, I talked to Charles Davis, and you'll hear that conversation coming up around 3 o'clock. I talked to Charles Davis. He's been on the show many times, and we talked for about 10 minutes after after I was done interviewing with him, you know, and he's just talking about everything that's coming here. And he's like, man, I was here a lot last year. I, I can only imagine how much fun you're having because I was I was here last year and it was great. It was great, you know, being able to to go to Allegiant Stadium and see these games and see this awesome stadium and all these events that are coming. I mean, we, we literally talked about this city for about 10 minutes. I mean, just off the record, just, hey, this is this is just cool, you know, so uh, it's great, man. And it's only going to get bigger and better. There's going to be an NBA here uh, team sooner rather than later. I don't know what baseball team is going to be here. WrestleMania is going to be here. R- WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. The the but I mean, I'm talking about teams that are here that are like residents. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I know. The, I'm just but, talking about big events, right? But, but you're right. Big There's going to be maybe we were talking. Well, not we were talking, but Tyson Fury. Yeah. If he gets that Ngannou fight, the right. UFC heavyweight champion. Yeah. yeah. They're thinking about that's not going to be an arena fight. No. That's going to be a Legion Stadium top fight. No doubt. Facts. No doubt about it. Uh, we also got a text at 69187, keyword R&R. Q&D, fantastic interview with Coach Shaw. We are blessed here in the Bay to have him at Stanford University coaching. That's from Sir Whiskey Ray. And, uh, yeah, man, Coach Shaw is one of my favorite ones to catch up with at the draft because he's so definition to detail, and I think that's the coach in him. But it's just so much fun to talk to. And, and the first time I had a one-on-one sit-down with him was when I was in Nashville covering that 2019 draft. And it was great. It was fantastic. It was at a little barbecue restaurant or barbecue spot. It was upstairs. It was cool. It was a great little uh, little get-down. But nothing beats sitting poolside in a cabana at Caesars. So did they like did the NFL have this all blocked off? Or were people like, let's we, say, Yeah, we still- were upstairs. No, we were upstairs in a, our own little area. There's a pool right there, all these private cabanas right there, and it was just the NFL Network guys and the few media members like myself that were there. So no, like, guests just swimming in the pool? No, no. They were downstairs swimming in the pool, in the other pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. So, you know, and Charles Davis, you'll actually hear him talking about it in the interview. He's like, now, I love Vegas, but I ain't going to take my shirt off. (laughs) You know, those guys out there, they can take their shirt off. And I'm like, hey, whatever works. It's all good. But – it's just it, it's just the way that they had everything set up, you know. And and the thing is, when I interviewed these guys, it was at Caesars, it was poolside, and there was only a few of us there. Well, they they made a a, a second a second stop, but it was downtown. It was at the Play Sixty area. There's a lot of people around, so the chances that folks are going to get one on ones are slim to none, because you only got about an hour. So in an hour's time, I look at Andrew Howard. Shout out to Andrew Howard from NFL Network. I look at him. I'm like, I'm done. He's like, well, you can hang out. I was like, I, I got to get across town. Got to, you know. <laughs> but I was done because I, you know, and I had plenty of time. Didn't have to rush. Everything was good because got there to the early session. You know what? Now I'm starting to think what would have happened. He said you can hang out. Oh, Does it just mean like hang out with the guy. Like, yeah, you know? just hang out, shoot the blank. You know, just whatever. 
You probably could have impressed Coach Shaw with some football knowledge. Could have put you on the staff. Hey, man, look, man. <laughs> I don't need another job, bro. <laughs> I don't need like, another yo, job. That's a good point you made there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't need another job. But Coach Shaw did bring up a name, uh, Boye Moffitt. Was it Mafi? Yeah, Boye Mafi. Yeah, Boye Mafi. And you said you were going to do a little bit of uh, research on him during the commercial break. So what did you find out about Boye? Here we got – here's from the Draft Network. He's up. He's a pretty good – he's got the length, 6'4", mm-hmm. 260. Okay. But he just hadn't made that much production. He's a four-year senior, but he's only had seven sacks this past season. Okay. But they do have him a first-step explosiveness, natural burst, so he can get off the line. Yeah. You know, he's got good pass rush moves, but he's still raw. Like Coach Shaw said. But he had seven sacks this season? Yeah, seven sacks this past season. Funny fact, Trayvon Walker, who's most likely going to go, he's going to go number one. You know how many sacks he had in his college career? How many? Nine. Wow. In his college career. Okay. You know what? I take it back because I was like seven. It's kind of a low number. It is. No, no, you're not wrong. Okay. You're not wrong. So that's crazy, right? A guy that had nine total sacks in his career, most likely is going to go number one overall. And a guy in Boyer who had seven this season – will probably be a late-round pick, which is okay. Because as we saw from Max Crosby, you could be a fourth-round pick and be a stud. Right? And also on here, they have, like, the worst game that they saw him play this past season mm-hmm. was against Ohio State. Okay. So sometimes it could be, like, his best game was against Nebraska. Right. So it's, hey, you, you dominated against uh, the smaller competition in your same conference, still right. a, a Big Ten team. But, you know, Ohio State, you came up a little short. Nebraska, that's where you show it out the best. Right. So, no you know, doubt it's all, about it. It's all those things. It is. It really is. And that's what makes this this fun time of season, time of year. And and we get to see where all the, you know, the chips are going to fall where they may starting tomorrow. And very excited about that. I mentioned Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Well, how about Jordan Davis, the big man? Before the Raiders traded for Devontae Adams, he was a guy that I was very interested in the Raiders getting. Hey, man, make the move. Put that big dude in the middle. And I'll tell you right now, standing next to him, I'm not the smallest cat in the world. Oh, man. But I standing next to him, dog, I look like the smallest cat. There's a picture I have on my phone of, of me standing next to Shaq, and I look like a tiny dude, right? I don't quite look that little, but I look pretty small standing next to Jordan Davis. Didn't take a picture, but did get a conversation. But I just... Real I, quick before yeah, before we get into yeah. it, because I know we need to. Yeah. I would have that would have been like, oh, I need a picture. Right. I would have like came out and become been a fan a little bit. Like, all right, man, let me get a side by side and us <laughs> back to back. Right. Now he's he was a good dude, though. He was a good dude. Uh you could tell that Jordan Davis is ready for this uh experiment, ready to or experience, ready to hear where his name is gonna be called and where he's gonna go play football. So this was not a one-on-one. This is probably about Two, three, maybe four at the most of us, but just a couple minutes with the big man, Jordan Davis. And uh, we start off talking about, uh, is this his first time to Las Vegas? Yeah, this is my first time in Vegas, so I'm like understanding why they call it Sin City. It's a lot of sinning going on, but uh, nah, it's a great city. It's a beautiful place. It's sunny. It's beautiful out here, and I love being out west. I trained in Phoenix, so I love being out west. It's definitely, definitely a different vibe from the East Coast. Have you carried over from winning the national championship? Do you think that adds something to, to what you bring to the team? Yeah, I mean, national championship experience, you know, you won, you, you're, you're one of the best, you're the best. So, you know, you went through that whole season, a long season, 15 games. So, you know, you have more games than most. Only like a couple of people out here, Evan Neal and uh, J-Mo can say that. But uh, no matter what, you know, the experience that you have, not even just on the field, but just off the field and all the experience that you, the connections that you have is pretty crazy. What is the city is a team that needs some D-line help. Have you had conversations with them? And what would it mean to education? I had conversations with them at Combine, and, you know, we chop it up every once in a while on Zoom. But um, I'd be happy to just go anywhere, you know, be an addition, um, prove my value. You know, we're all different and just um, add my value to the team. So whether that's Kansas City or anybody else, you know, I'm ready for it. What has this journey been like for you? <laughs> it's been a long one. 
it's been a long journey, and um, you know, it's finally about to come to fruition. But at the end of the day, this is only the first stop. You know, um, you know, you have to keep hit the ground running and keep working. You know, it doesn't end here. You don't want to arrive and just stop. You don't want to trip at the finish line. So, you know, we're just gonna keep working. We're just gonna have fun. But at the end of the day, we're just out here to work. I get to play the game I love as a career, so I can't really be mad at that. Well, you mentioned you have a lot of family and friends here. What is that going to mean when your name is called, when your phone is ringing, and they ask you to come join a team? Definitely. I mean, it's going to be crazy. You know, those those are people, the people you see in the green room have been with me since day one. They've been with me for the jump. So it's not only me winning, it's everybody winning. Uh, we talk about better generational wealth and breaking curses. So, um, you know, it's one of those first steps to get it. You know, it's an avenue to help me get to the point where I want to provide for my family and want to provide for my family in the future and, you know, my future wife, my future kids. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's one of those experiences that you can't take for granted. You just got to keep going. Are you glad that during this draft process there's more attention on the defense than there's ever been maybe because all the focus is on the quarterbacks usually? Right. Um, I would say this is a crazy class for sure. You know, um, usually you expect the, you know, normality of quarterbacks, you know, getting picked and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's, it's different. And, like, what we expect now could be completely different tomorrow. You know, like people could trade up, trade down. It's like so many things that are moving. And, um, you know, you just have to kind of take it take it, and just relax. I'm going to be in the green room. I'm going to keep my phone off. I'm going to have it on my person. But I'm going to just stop looking. Don't be anxious. Just enjoy the moment. Enjoy the vibes. You know, eventually your name's going to be called. Don't worry. And then, you know, just give your best and God's going to do the rest. What, what can you say about Trevon? The, the rumor has it that he's going to be the, the first overall pick now. That would be amazing. That kid earned it. Um, Trayvon's my brother. So, you know, any time we win, whether that's Trayvon, Vontae, or, you know, anybody from Georgia, Kobe, you know, just to see each other here or see each other names be called on the first day. It's going to be crazy because this is something we all talked about. We've been talking about this for years, way before we even got to campus. So, you know, we want to do something great with our families and to see Trey Vaughn getting rumors and buzz about that. It's crazy and it's amazing. Are you, you trying to convince him to come here? I'm sorry? Do you try to convince him to come here and join you guys? Nah, man. You know, we, uh, you know, it's all about decision. You know, Trey Vaughn got a family, extensive family back home. So, um, I was able to bring my family here. I got kind of a small circle, but Trayvon and Monte, they got big families. So, you know, they wanted to stay back home and enjoy the moment with their people. So you can always respect it. You know, we're going to celebrate when we see each other again. Um, but at the end of the day, it's one of the experiences of the lifetime. So you just have to be happy for it. Are you surprised he's mentioned as a potential first-round pick? Considering that a few months ago, he was not even mentioned. Not surprised. Not surprised. A lot of people are starting to open their eyes and wake up. And um, that's one of the things that, you know, looking on the outside, looking in, you know, you can be proud of and I'm super proud of him. You know, he's generating buzz and no matter what, us three, we're 3D lining out and potentially all three of us can go in the first round. So I think that's something that everybody can dance to. We all knew that you were a great football player, but we didn't know that you were going to blaze that 40 at the combine. What did you think when you did that, when you blazed that one? Look, man, when I blazed <laughs> that, I was like, whoa, I got a call. An agent hit me. He was like, hey, like, you ran fast enough, shut it down. You got to run a second one. And I was like, all right. And then I got the unofficial. After he texted me that, it was 4'8". And I was like, ooh, okay. And then when I got the official, I was like, 4'7"? I was like, I was moving. I don't think I could do that again. <laughs> it's the, the adrenaline gets pumping. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like you've been training for that so long. And just to be able to do that and be able to, like, you know, break records. I'm pretty sure I broke, like, two records. And so to be able to do that is crazy. It's something that you can carry with you. There it is right there. That's the big man, Jordan Davis, out of Georgia. He's going to hear his name called early tomorrow. Very excited about his uh, his journey and his opportunity, and you can tell he's very excited as well. And I'll say this. 
all me- media is not created equally. And I'm not trying to take a shot at anybody, but I'll say this, man. Like, if if me and DeMond are on the same team and I'm going to be the number five overall pick or I'm going to get picked somewhere in the first round and all of a sudden the conversation is like, hey, DeMond's going to go number one. Don't ask me when my surprise that he's going to go number one. I mean, how am I going to look and be like, yeah, I'm really surprised. It's shocking. He's really not that good. Like, what do you want me to say? I don't understand. I, I mean, I don't. And I get it. Some people just want to ask a question just to be asking a question. But why would you ask his college teammate, talk about Trayvon Walker, why would you talk, ask his college teammate who just won a national championship with him, is he surprised his teammate's about to go number one? And it's almost, he's like, he wasn't even being talked about. It's like, okay, well, maybe you should have been talking about him. You know what I mean? Like, that's your bad. Like, why would you ask that question? Would you ask Trayvon Walker that? Hey, by the way, are you surprised you're going to go number one? They weren't even talking about you a little while ago. No, you wouldn't ask that. That's just disrespectful and rude. Give a guy a break. And, oh, by the way, we're talking to Jordan Davis. We're not talking to Trayvon Walker. Maybe the answer that they're looking for is just, yeah, it's cool, but he wouldn't he wouldn't be number one without me. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody what had to eat up those double teams. I don't know what they're looking for. Now, you know, hey, how excited are you? There might be three, four Georgia guys go top 15. That's a reasonable question. That's awesome. That's a great question. Speaks to the excellence of that defense. Exactly. But don't. why would you ask, are you surprised that your teammate's going to go number one when they weren't even being talked about? And I don't know who asked that question, and I'm not trying to throw salt at people. I'm not gr- great. I'm not. I have a lot of room to grow. I'm still learning in this business. But I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to ask a dumbass question like that. Anyway, that was Jordan Davis, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed his conversation. And, hey, you want to ask Jordan Davis something? Ask him about him running that amazing 40 at his size. Smoked He's, it. How much did he enjoy answering that question? He loved it. Thank you. Oh, I love that his agent said, shut it down. Yeah. You ain't got to run no more. You ain't got to do that no more. And then, like, when I walked away, he was like, glad I ain't, I ain't got to ever run a 40 again. I was like, yeah, you're right. You know what the drill should be real quick? For an offensive lineman, it should be that someone picked up a fumble and now you got to run 40 yards. You got to get that change of direction. And for a defensive lineman, it's that someone's broke away right. and now you got to run 40. Right. You got to put him in that game. There you speed. go. Put him in. Put him in. Put him in, uh, in in game mode. Yeah, no doubt. That that'll be that'd be fun to see. That uh, who knows, man. I don't know what they got to do, but but that is fun to see a big man like that moving like he did. Two forty six is the time. Raider Nation would love to hear from you. Seven zero two three six five nine two hundred. Also, the Salmon Ash text line is six nine one eight seven. Keyword R and R. What is your excitement level? For the draft to get started tomorrow, what has you most fired up? Let us know about it. Got a couple texts on deck. Plus, Slow Jams James. He always calls in here. Hey, D. Hey, Q. How you guys doing? You know, he's all that. You know, he got the deep voice. I just saw a picture on Twitter of him and somebody that I know he's a big fan of, a former Raider that I think a lot of people are big fans of, including myself. I'll tell you all about it next. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy, Q. Just got a few minutes. Close out hour number one of the show. Coming up at the top of the hour, 3 o'clock, Charles Davis, NFL Network. Had an opportunity to talk one-on-one with him. He's been on the show multiple times throughout the course of the 2021 season when the Raiders were playing whoever, and uh, CBS Sports was covering it, and he was on the call. Fantastic job for CBS Sports, but he does a great job with the draft as well. Always good to catch up with with CD, who's no longer on Twitter. Hasn't been on Twitter for a while. Life is probably a lot less complicated. He made the right, <laughs> he made, he made the right move. <laughs> uh, Twitter's not that bad. It's all good. But uh, no, it's it's uh, it's always great to talk 
with Charles Davis. I uh, actually had a text that I wanted to get to real quick at 69187, keyword R&R. And what was the young man's name that you broke down earlier that Coach Shaw told us about? I, I keep uh, – I keep it's Boye Moffitt. Boye Mafi. Mafi. See, I, my, my handwriting is so messy that I can't even read what I wrote. So uh, i like you to tell me who it was. Anyway, you broke it down uh, about the player, and we got this text at Q&D. He sounds like another Malcolm Kuntz. I like that. I like that because Malcolm Kuntz, the guy who went to Buffalo, Raiders grabbed him in the third round. He was a guy that, you know, he, he, had, a lot of, he, he had a lot of raw talent when they grabbed him. And when he got an opportunity to play in 2021, he, he, he performed. He showed up, had three sacks, you know, and a, and a handful of snaps, and literally a handful of snaps. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't like he was playing games on top of games on top of games. He went out there and did some good things. So I like that. That's a really good comparison. And, and, and maybe a guy like Mafi, maybe he could, he could end up being a dude like, like uh, Koontz. And I think Koontz is in line to be potentially a really good player. Now, I mean, potential means that you haven't got there yet. But, but I like that comparison because those, the yeah. last season for both of them, mm-hmm. those numbers are basically identical. Koontz had 30 combined tackles and five sacks compared to Mafi's 34 right. and seven sacks. Boom. Basically right on the number. Right on the number. I like that. Good stuff, man. Good breakdown. I do appreciate that. 702-365-9200. Want to hear from you. That's Rare Nation listener line. What is your excitement level for the draft? What has you most fired up? Definitely do not hesitate to hit us up and let us know about it. Matter of fact, let's go out to the line and let's talk to our dude, Ruben, right here in Las Vegas. What's on your mind? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, not trying to be a Debbie Downer, but I want to correct you really quick. Uh, okay. Every, lately, you've been saying a lot about the draft being downtown. It's not actually downtown. Okay. As a local, as a local, I think of downtown is Fremont. Okay. And on the strip. So I noticed a couple of your cuts or interviews you said downtown here in downtown Las Vegas. Okay. So, and the other thing, uh, the draft, I mean, I'm not really worried about the round, the first, second round. Like, Paul Gutierrez did a pretty good article today about how we had uh, Crosby, Renfro, and uh, Nate Hobbs, you know, fifth rounder, fifth rounder, fourth rounder. So I'm not really too, you know, scared about the nation wanting to get back in the, the top two rounds. Like, everyone's been saying we should celebrate Devontae Adams as our pick, you know, and, and scream when the Packers pick our pick, we should be screaming Devontae, Devontae. Yeah, I said that too. Cool. Yeah, that'll that'll work. My bad. I, I I apologize for saying downtown. I'll make sure to make a note of that. I won't do that. No, I don't, I'm serious. I, no, like I don't I, mind. It's one of those things that I noticed as well. But I was like, I don't care enough to try to. No, no, you on that's it. cool. I didn't know that it was a big deal. But okay, <laughs> now I know. So that's that's one of those things you live and you learn. You know. So that's cool. I can appreciate that. So thank you for that. And I don't think I've I, I don't think I've said anything bad about later rounds. I think I've been promoting the later rounds, right? You have. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm making sure. He said sure. he didn't want to be a Debbie Downer. I know, but that that's that to me, did I did I say something to make it sound like? No, no, oh, okay. not at all. Okay, okay. I was just checking. I was just checking. Because, <laughs> I mean, if I did, my bad. My bad. No problem with that. But thank you for the call. I do appreciate you. It's really good stuff. Uh, let's go. Let's see. What else do we got? Okay. No, I don't have any more. All right. Well, that's cool. That'll work. Well, thank you so much for the call, Ruben. I do appreciate you. Sorry I got everything uh, messed up. Uh, my bad. I'll correct that. Now, you might hear it a couple more times. I'll warn you there. You might hear it a couple more times because these interviews are something I recorded earlier. So if you do, it'll be the last time. I promise. All right. 2.55 is the time when we come back. Charles Davis, NFL Network. He'll be the next conversation you hear on Radio Nation Radio 920.